0: Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance podcast. Today is Wednesday, August 11th, and this is episode 87. I have an amazing gentleman here whom I have known a little over a year now. He is uh, a member of uh, a group I am in. And uh, here is his bio. I will read a short version of his bio and I will be posting his bio and his social media links in case anyone wants to get in touch with him. His name is Glen Bordeaux. Glenn is a principal and owner of Bordeaux Associates. He has spent the last 42 years creating distinctive residential and commercial projects, providing personal luxury lifestyle environments for high-end residential commercial and hospitality clients around Texas, the United States and Costa Rica. Glenn is a leader and a distinguished member with the interior design community and is respected by his peers and clients as well. Armed with a degree in interior design from LSU School of Architecture, he is a registered interior designer, RID in Texas. Glenn has earned an impeccable reputation among his peers and professionally consults fellow designers, other professionals, and business owners through his seminar division and private consultations. Glenn is an established trainer and presenter offering design, business, and personal development training courses all around the United States. He is a certified Jack Canfield trainer with Jack Canfield-Trainer, author of the Success Principles, Chicken Soup for the Soul. The Power of Focus. Glenn is also certified in the Barrett Values Assessment Tools, which is an assessment tool he uses in the business, college, and corporate setting to train people and companies as it relates to organizational culture. He believes in the value of success principles. Glenn is in the process of writing two books. Oh, wow. One design and one business book. He also believes in applying those proven principles in creating his seminars to help attendees use the same tools he uses to achieve success in his personal, professional, and community life. My goodness, that is quite a resume, and I haven't even read all of it. Welcome to my podcast, Glenn. So glad to have you here
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. appreciate yeah, the opportunity. Yeah.
0: yeah, so talk to me so you you're still working on design right
1: yes I'm, in, I'm since I started with Jack Canfield about five years ago I've kind of made the decision to have a second career second chapter in my life, which was to um, what my my true passion is is teaching but to help people um, to just become better, to, to live their best life for the rest of their lives. And that's kind of what my, my personal mission is, is to, a long time ago, um, I was told that the best thing in life is that when you meet someone that you leave them better when you leave them than when you first get to them or first meet them.
0: Oh my God. I've always powerful. remembered that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very powerful. So, um, so you're still continuing. So when are you going to, are you still going to do both the coaching, the success principles and still work on your designs and or you're going to finish up design and start completely do the training, the personal well, the, development training.
1: The, the funny thing about all this is that um, this past December was supposed to be the end of the design business and because of COVID and all the delays of things or whatever, so it's, it's going to probably February, March is kind of where the projects will end. Um, you know, because I want to end well within the design business, and and as um, Steve Welling t- says, you know, he wanted to end well, and I, I think that's you know, I I took that mantra from him, and that I want to be able to end well with the design business. But in the you know during this time, I'm using that to you know to continue writing on the book and 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 to continue to you know pare down the business, but you know, ramp up the jewelry business and and ramp up the speaking and and and, and training business. Um, so it's it's you know. I want to be able to, I was so inspired the other day. Uh, uh, my goal is to work no more than 60 hours a month rather than 60 hours a week. You know, hitting 64, yeah. it was real interesting. There's a lady on a call and she said, "Honey's, I'm not 84 years old. I achieved level 84. Oh. I said, well, I've achieved a level 64. She goes, oh, honey, you have a long way to go. And when she said that, it was like, I do have a long way to go. Yeah. And so I'm ready for the next chapter in my life. That's kind of where, you know, where it is. But I want to, I want to live it well. I want to do and help other people. And that's, you know, my assistant told me the other day, she says, Glenn, she says, you have no idea how much you impact people. She goes, I get phone calls from all the showrooms and stuff that they love when you come in because you always make them smile and you always have this, this wonderful things to say, but that's just, that's just who I am. I don't think of that as you know, as something that I go and try to do, that's Mm -hmm. just who I am. And when we can get that, that, that mantra of just, you know, being nice and just helping people and, and complimenting people for, but even if it's just complimenting for their smile, you know, it's just, that's what life is about. It's just to, to make other people, you know, as as human beings, we're all made to be of service. That's just who we are. Yes. And when we can be of service to someone else in just the smallest way, we've made a difference in that person's life.
0: That's golden. Yeah, that is so true. And I can attest to that because um, for the meetings we've been having over a year now, the the Academy, and then uh, especially when we have the breakout rooms and we're together and the advice that you give and how positive you are, like uh, the reason why I always wanted to get you into my podcast was that. So I can attest to that. You're very Well, thank you. That just gave me chills. (laughs) <laughs> thank you okay so talk to me about the book uh you're writing two books can you talk about them a little bit
1: well the first book is called redesign your life redesign your business and actually i'm you know what i'm doing now i'm kind of living the book um because i'm redesigning my life but the concept of it is to design your life the way you want to live it yes and uh with you know cuz i have i'm have the book i'm have a, a, a program and I'm gonna have a journal that's gonna all be one complete package. And when we can design the life we want to live and then design our business or to support the life we want to live, then we have more of a life-work balance rather than a work-life balance. So I'm flipping work-life balance on its head yes. um, and approaching it from a different way, but I'm approaching it from more of a designer standpoint <laughs> Um, and using some of the things that come in. So my approach to it is like building a house okay. and because uh, that's what I do. I help people redesign you know, their homes, um, which is their exterior uh, of their, you know, their life. But I also help them redesign the interior. So I'm redesigning the interior and the exterior for people. Um, but it's, you know, because you know, like Jim Bunch says, you know, we have nine environments. And if we don't have all of our environments in place, and the way that we want, then we can't get to the, the success that we want to achieve. And so I just help people think about all those different areas and help them design those areas to get to where they really want to end up.
0: Oh, So um, that is what the book is going to be about. That's, one of That's
1: them. what that book is. And then I have, yeah. I have two other things that are just kind of mulling around. One is a different approach to customer service. And another one is a design book.
0: A design book. Okay, yeah. great. So what are you passionate about most right now?
1: You know, I think my, my truest passion is teaching is to just help people think differently to approach life differently. But when you see that light bulb come on in somebody's eyes and you know that you've affected their life for the rest of their life, that's just the most passionate thing that I can think of is to help people. And, you know, i when I, when I see that or, or, or when I, I talk to other people and they go, oh, my God, I never thought about it that way, I just get chills. I mean, and I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, there's little things in the universe that tell you, you know, what you should be doing and, and what's right and what's the right path. But a lot of times we ignore those. We don't, yeah. we don't pay attention to those little things that just make a difference, um, you know, for us. We can help other people make a difference, but we also have to make a difference for ourselves. Yeah. And one of the clients that I had a long time ago, um, and then I heard it from a, um, uh, a speaker and um, Brian Dodge. And he says that we always have to take care of ourselves so that we can take care of the people who depend on us and who we love. And that to me is probably a really good mantra for everybody. Yes, yeah. we have to take care of ourselves first or otherwise we can't take care of the people around us and the people that depend on us, the people who care about us as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Before I got together
1: with my husband. I told him, I said, OK, here's the deal. I said, you take care of you for me and I'll take care of me for you.
0: Oh, that is so nice. Yeah. And
1: we've now been together for 32 years. So.
0: Oh, wow. That's yeah. incredible. Congratulations.
1: So we have yeah. to take care of each other, but we have to take care of ourselves so that we yeah. can take care of each other.
0: Yeah. The the good thing about us, like being certified by the Canfield Success, which is you and I, I think we did it the same year through 2018. Uh, We got certified is by going through the training ourselves as trainers, we were able to change. Well, we did a long years ago by attending seminars and workshops and reading the right books and, and all that. But we have to change ourselves for us to be able to change others you're right so we have to be the role models the examples for other people Uh, especially now in these difficult times god knows um, positive people are very much needed because a lot of people are living in fear they're living in stress um, and and all that so I really appreciate that so do you consider yourself an entrepreneur
1: Oh gosh, yes.
0: <laughs> okay, talk to me about that.
1: Um, you know, it was it was interesting. You know, as we go through all of these types of programs and stuff, you know, you hear people with all the tragic things that have happened to them and whatever, and and um, and it's like, you know, I I I would always say that I'm lucky because I've never had these tragic things happen and all those kinds of things. And yeah. you know, the thing that that um, the, I guess probably the, the 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 worst thing that happened to me was that I ended up having cancer. Um, but I, I say that I'm lucky because it was all contained within the tumor when they removed it. So I didn't have to do chemo or radiation or anything because it was all contained and we caught it in time. Um, but it does take a toll on us and, you know, and, and you know, uh, psychologically and stuff. But I, uh, we were talking about stories in one of the trainings and Patty says, well, everybody has a story. And so it's like, well, I really don't have one like all these other people do. I haven't been through those kinds of tragic kinds of things. And she goes, well, just tell me your story. So I did. And, and, and when I got finished, she goes, OK, first off, you need to quit saying that you're lucky. She goes, because it wasn't luck that got you where you are. And she goes, and that was one of the best stories of resilience that I've ever heard. Because oh. because you never went to the point of saying, oh, poor me. And she goes, um, you know, you always had the next step. You always were thinking, well, OK, now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? And she said the, the, you know, the times in your life when you had, you know, the, you know, the, 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 two surgeries for the cancer situation, she says, you know, you heard something was, you know, that they were looking for the design studio manager for a major company. And goes, so you went and applied for it while you were still recuperating from the surgeries. And she goes, and you got it. And she says, you know, you, you had the cancer and you go, okay, what next? Now what I'm gonna do? Cause she goes, cause I didn't, ha- I had quit my job to start my own business at that point. And that's when I found out I had cancer because I had gone water skiing and tried to learn how to slalom. So when okay. you start looking at all the things that I've done and I've always started a business and you know, after I, I you know, ended up leaving one of the companies I was working for, it's like, if I can do this as studio manager for this company, I can start my own design business. And so I left and, you know, versus history and that's been since 1990. Um, oh, wow. And so um, I've ended up having a retail store. I've had a design business uh, in, along with that. I had a designer showroom in the design district. Um, I've had, you know, I've, I've chaired the interior design department at the college. So I'm, I'm doing the jewelry business. I'm starting this, you know, speaking business and, and, you know, growing that. So I would say I'm an entrepreneur.
0: Yes, you are indeed. <laughs> the a couple of things there that, that I didn't know about you. Yeah, so... Um, so this is what your transition is. You said, like, probably by February next year, you be, you may be done with the design business. And then you're going to focus on the teaching and the training part of yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah. a great transition. So what other skills do you have that we don't know about?
1: Well, I started doing the design, the jewelry business many, many years ago. And then I stopped because the design business got so busy. And my okay. assistant said that I needed to take a design, I mean, a jewelry class with her. And so I was like, Oh, I don't know. And one more thing to do. And so finally I said, okay, fine. So it got me back into the jewelry business again. So we're just now in the process of, of putting our websites together. Cause we have separate jewelry businesses, but we're kind of doing some of the things, you know, kind of the same and different, but different. And so, um, so that's going on and I'm also a wood turner. So I make, um, writing pens and, um, and uh, turn bowls and, and you know, wine bottle uh, stoppers. And so just, I'm just creative. I, I also paint, which I haven't done in years. And I've, I went and got a bunch of canvases that, uh, a while back. And so I'm kind of gearing up for that semi-retirement thing to do the things I want to do rather than things I have to do. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that's kind of
1: where it is. And feeding yeah. your soul, feeding your passion. That's absolutely. what we all need to be thinking about.
0: Because uh, when we can
1: feed our soul and our passion, everything else falls into place.
0: Yes, it does indeed. And anything to do with art is so healing, I find. Oh, it is. It's like meditation. Yeah, it is. Like anything to do with art. Like I think it was when I was in the Middle East working in Abu Dhabi for one of the oil companies, I took um, a drawing class. Oh, my goodness. Was it ever so healing? I remember I used to put the TV off when I had homework to do at home. Like It was silk painting. And I remember I used to... uh, put my phone off. And before I knew it, I was sitting in that dining table, working on my homework on my art for four hours. It oh, flies It flies like it was just an hour ago that I started. And then I find it was like 11 PM at night. Oh my goodness. It is so healing. Anything to do with art. I find whether you play the, an instrument or you draw or you create jewelry or anything, um, artistic is really healing. I don't think people appreciate it that much, but I think it is a good idea. People try one, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they try something. So it's really healing, good for you. And but then, doing
1: that, uh, what, you, what you were talking about is you know, being there for four hours. It's like, that's when you're in flow. Yeah. That's when the things that feed your soul. That's what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. You know, when I'm sitting there making the jewelry, same thing happens. I think I'm there for an hour and I'm there for four or five.
0: I know. But
1: I put on soft music and I sit there and it's like meditation. And when yes. I'm done, I'm not tired. I'm not agitated. It's just like I've been meditating for that long. I know. And, and so that's the kind of things that, you know, when I say find the things that feed your soul and that you're passionate about, those are the things to really pay attention to when we get to those points. And, and when I hire people, you know, the question that I ask them and I hired one of my past students, she's been my assistant for 12 years now. But I asked her the question, if you could go to work every single day and at the end of the day, you could say, God, I had fun today. What would you be doing all day long? And so her question, her answer, I mean, it was like deer in the headlights. It's like, oh, my God, I haven't thought about that before. Well, when you think about it and she she gave me all the things that she loved doing as it related to the, you know, the design business were all the things I don't like to do.
0: Oh, wow. And so I said,
1: well, why don't you just come to work for me? And she goes, really? I said, yeah. She goes, now you're, you're sure, you're positive. I said, yeah. Well, it's 12 years, you know. And so oh. we got to do what we enjoyed. So we were keeping eight, 10 projects at a time, which is three people. Yeah. Well, that's unheard of. But everybody was doing what they enjoy. And we have fun, we cut up, we laugh, we, you know, but we got, we were keeping 10, 12 projects at a time, which was, you know, was crazy. And so we paired it down to four over the last four years. And we're, you know, so when these finish, we haven't been taking new ones on. And that's what it's about. You have to have a plan to get from where you are to where you want to be. And when you can design your life and put the plan together to get there, that's what I love helping people do is to just understand where they are. Because sometimes we don't even know, you know, we don't pay attention to even where we are in life. And so if we can understand who we are, where we are and where we want to go and, 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 and some of those things that feed our soul, my gosh, that's the beginning of the blueprint for living an exactly. incredible life. Life,
0: absolutely, you nailed it, you nailed it. Oh my goodness, I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> um, and uh, anything you wanna add? Because I have two personal questions that I wanna ask you that I ask everybody, every guest of mine.
1: Well, I think we kind of talked about you know, everything, where, what's going on with me. And, and mm-hmm. the same with you, Gabby, You know every time I I talk with you on a call. Um, I always learn something from you. And that's the thing that, you know, that another thing that we need to be aware of is that no matter who we are around, you know, whether we think they're below or above us, we all can always learn something from them. And and when we do, you know, it's like, it's like people when we go on our walk, we walk every morning, uh, you know, at seven o'clock, we go and we walk about two miles. And everybody, even during COVID, people would, would be walking through the park or whatever, and they don't say anything and they're not smiling or whatever. Well, we made the decision that every time we see somebody, we're going to say hello, no matter whether you know them or not, whether they look grungy or not or whatever, we're going to say hello. And so every time we pass somebody, I'll say, you know, good morning. And I say it loud because a lot of times people have their earbuds in, you know, so I say it loud, I say, good morning. And, and everybody's like, some of them are, well, Good morning. And they keep going, no smile or whatever. But after we do it and see them, then they smile. And sometimes now some of them are starting to say good morning before we get a chance to.
0: Oh.
1: And there's this old man that he, he's, he walks kind of like this and he, he'll sit on a bench and just no smile, no expression, nothing. And so I started saying hello to him. And now he says, hello he smiles and he waves. And so the, uh, yesterday morning I said, how are you? He goes, I'm doing good. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so good to see. Cause you know, he was just such this sad person, yeah. but you know, if it's not what we were doing of me saying hello to him and showing that, you know, at least I care about him or whatever, you know, he could have just gone off the deep end of being sad forever. And it's just like, you know, when we can change somebody's life just by saying hello, yeah. imagine if we just paid attention a little bit more, what we could do and help how we can help people.
0: Absolutely, and that's what it's all
1: about, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah, and then I do an hour walk every morning and I do the same, Glenn. I always said, say good morning to everybody who is like coming my way. And some of them, they get surprised. But uh, about that old man that you said you have, no, I, have, I used to volunteer for seniors uh, years ago. And you will not believe how many of them are so lonely.
1: Yes. They are so, so right. lonely.
0: I want to get back to that volunteering because even if I just go in and read a book for someone or just listen to someone who doesn't, doesn't have anybody to talk to or take them for a grocery shopping or take them for a walk, I would love to go back. But yeah, probably this gentleman was really lonely and sad, you know, who knows, right? Right yeah yeah so yeah so i do the same smiling when
1: we pass by and i just love it i
0: know i make a
1: difference you know and that's the beauty of it
0: absolutely that is incredible okay i'm going to ask you two questions and then we're going to wrap up if you had to to visit three countries before you die what countries would they be which countries would they be
1: um well the first one would be italy okay um and I want to go uh, to the Amalfi Coast. That's kind of my, one of my bucket list things. Okay.
0: Um, Two. I want... I'm sorry? Two. You have got one um, more. <laughs> um,
1: well, you know, the Amalfi Coast, I think that was an area that, you know, with, with, and, and I've been to Paris, which I love, and um, I probably want to go back there. But the, the other place that I think um, that I haven't been to that I really would want to go to would be, um, well two actually, Switzerland and, uh, and the Netherlands. Um,
0: the Netherlands, yeah, they're close the to one another. Yeah. And
1: to see the people. Um, yeah. You know, and when we travel, we don't really stay in the best hotels and stuff. We stay where we can, where we can um, be with the, the people and, be, and, and understand the culture. Because when you stay in big resorts and stuff, you're, you're not immersed into the culture you know, like when we go, we went to Puerto Vallarta for a number of years uh, in a row, and we didn't stay in the the new area, in the Nuevo area. We went to the old town and stayed with the people and the culture. And I think, you know, that's the beauty of traveling, you know, and just traveling here within the United States. It's, it's really interesting to be part of the culture of the people and understand the people in the different areas of the country, you know, and driving through the Indian nations and stuff. And, you know, it's, to really see how other people live. I think that's the beauty of travel.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're gonna love the Netherlands more than Switzerland because people are so nice uh, in there. They're so friendly. Good job, good choices. Italy seems to be coming a lot followed by Egypt when I ask the people that I interview. Um, And then one dream that you would love to accomplish that you haven't accomplished yet, but you would love to accomplish before you die? One dream, what would it be?
1: To, um, to finish my book and get my whole program together so that I can help people live their best life. That's been my, my goal for the, since I started this final journey. And I think if I get that accomplished and where I can help people and it makes a difference, and at the end of my life when I'm done, is that, um,
0: yeah. Oh.
1: It, it gets to me just even thinking about it, where people will say that I've made a difference in their life. That's.
0: That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Wow. And it's going to happen very, yeah, yeah, I know, I know how much you want this one and it's going to be yeah, happening very soon. Sooner than you know, it, than it you
1: know. goosebumps yeah. when I've yeah. just, when I've made a difference for people, you know, I, it just, I just feel this, you know, it just goes through my body. Yeah. And that's the thing that tells me every single time that I'm, I'm on the right path. Yes, you are. So Indeed. We all need to pay attention to those things that tell us when we're on the right path.
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay, so before we're wrapping up right now, it was a pleasure having you. I could talk to you for hours, but one last advice for all our listeners who are now watching this video.
1: I think one of the, the biggest things is um, two things is, is treat yourself nice and trust in what you know to treat yourself nice, but also Treat others nice and treat yourself just as good as you treat other people Um, because we're all here uh, to be of service to others. That's just in our DNA. That's who we are, I think. And when we can help other people become better or help other people to live better by just being nice, by just saying hello, making a difference in their day. Or smiling, even not saying hello, just smiling as you pass somebody to just treat people nicely. I I think our world would become so much better. Um, you know, one person is no better than the other. And so we just all you know have to treat each other with with love and respect.
0: Thank you so much. That gave me goosebumps. And yes, like for example, opening the door for someone who is getting heavy stuff. Uh, getting in the elevator like helping somebody out especially the older or the disabled um, and then just smiling at somebody a smile can just mean a lot to somebody like sad or going through a tough time just giving them a like you know just giving them this beautiful genuine smile saying hello have a good day how are you today even if some for someone you don't know so I totally agree with you Glenn that was incredible yeah one um, of the one of the
1: things I heard yesterday which kind of wraps all this up is that it's not about the big things. Yeah. It's about the little things because all those little things end up being the big things. The
0: big things, my God, that's powerful. I have to write that down. Um, Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much for being on my show.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. I'm so grateful that you wanted me to be on.
0: Yes, it's been a while on, on work for a while now. Thank you. And I will see you in the meeting, I think maybe tonight. I don't know if yep, you're joining yep. tonight. Yeah, I'll see you on the meeting tonight. Um, so this is it. I'll be posting uh, Glenn's resume and social media links. Get in touch with him. He's incredible. And uh, up until the next episode, stay safe and wishing you grace, peace, and balance. Have a good one. Thank month. you,
1: my friend. I'm very grateful. Thank you. Stay in touch.